Today on Coffee with a Splash of Chaos, we continue our two-part series on aging. After celebrating Kimmy's 49th birthday last week, we continue our conversation on aging and growing older. We take a look at how we feel about our sexuality and sensuality being almost 50, and we challenge four myths about having sex at age 50. We also discuss our fears of aging, but also our mantras for moving forward. So sit back, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and join us. This is Coffee with a Splash of Chaos. Okay, we are back with episode three. I'm Chrissy. I'm Kim. And this is Coffee with a Splash of Chaos, but you probably already know that since you found us on many different (laughs) forums. Anyhow, I am, we are doing this remotely because Kimmy's girl is home and I am sick. Because life, man. (laughs) Right. So we just, but the show must go on. That's, there's no stop. That's right. (laughs) We are continuing our two-part series on aging and growing older, not growing old. That's right. Older. I like that. And last week we celebrated Kimmy's 49th birthday. So we're kind of talking about our thoughts on that. Um, And today we're going to be continuing the discussion on sexuality after or at 50 and then go into a few other things. So is there anything else that we need to talk about, about feeling sensual? Not consensual. <laughs> oh. I don't even remember what we said. I was just going to say, I don't even remember what we... I know we both said yeah. that we definitely feel that as we've gotten older, that we feel more confident. We we are better in bed. Um, yes. I would have, yes. Less inhibited. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to say about that. This is what we said. One of the things that I wrote on my list of what I love is that I feel a not to get too TMI. Yeah, but, we're not too um, I'm better. Absolutely. I'll just. I'm better in, in bed. bed. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yes. And I feel my sensuality has ex- yes. grown, and like I accept it. I'm not inhibited. As I mean, I oh god, I look back at my 20s and 30s, and you thought it was good then, and I look back now, and I'm like. I was like, who? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't have to. No, we don't have to. But I would absolutely agree. So, yeah. But I the love notion that. that like, I, the notion that, so Hubby and I have been together 30 years. And then, right. you know, this notion that, yeah, as you get older and, and you're married that long, you're, you know, the sex life part goes away. That does not have to be the case right. at all. And I would absolutely agree. Like, late 40, like where I'm at now, I am way better accepting of all of my sexuality, sensuality than I was easily in my 20s and 30s. Right. So totally agree with that. Sex after 50 may be the best you'll ever have. Is there anything else you want to say about that? No, I mean, I guess just for all those listeners out there, (laughs) if you're younger, like just don't listen to the bull crap about it being, you know, that things go downhill as you get older because... Like right. as we talked about last time, like you just, I think the older you get, assuming that, you know, like assuming you're 
you don't have physical ailments and you're not, you know, that you're healthy or whatever, but like it, it just gets better. Cause yeah, all, for, all, for all the reasons we've talked about, you're, you're more confident, you know what you like, you figured that out and it takes, like that takes a while to figure out. I feel like when you like watch movies or read a romance novels, you know, and people are having sex for the first time and it's like amazing the first time. Um, no, let's be real. It's not. Yeah, no, it's uneventful. Like, yeah, you, it, like it takes time to figure out what works for you, what you like. And then with whoever your life partner becomes like, how you gel together like that takes time and it doesn't just happen overnight and it's not always going to be great but it you know but it does get like it gets better because you figure it out as you go along and then you know that and then so right you know I think it's important to note so we're both happily married women and I was having this conversation with hubby actually I think it was yesterday kind of knowing that we were going to go into this conversation and I was asking him this is not part of the podcast, but I was asking him, so what do you think is sexy about me? So that was told him that we can talk about that on a different day. But we both agreed that because we trust each other, A, yep. B, we've, we've been together for a long time, and then C, our comfort levels. So I think all those things play into it in getting better because I, I trust him and like you said I know what I want what I don't want what works you know and you just keep going and it, it does it does get better and for me like you and I have talked about I just feel so much more confident and I'm not trying to be like oh like I'm the best lover in the world but right, right. I definitely know that I um, will be more assertive which the old me that was not yeah, who I was. So that without <laughs> yeah. detail. But anyway, no. But I totally get what. Yes, totally get what you're saying. And I think your whole point with the trust thing—that's huge. Yeah. When you have trust and comfort with somebody, that makes things better and easier because, like you said, then you're not afraid to say, "Oh yeah, that." that works for me or oh no that that doesn't work for me or how about we try this you know like if you don't have that comfort or that trust it's hard to that's hard to do so yeah I was just gonna say that too exactly (laughs) the communication yeah well because sadly I think some couples who have been together for a long time they don't like someone and you know stereotypically it is the woman but Someone in that relationship, stereotypically the wife, may be feeling inhibited or like, oh, I can't speak up. Right. So I think we both agree that when there's that communication and you can say, oh, my gosh, that was awesome. Or no, because the old me even would not have felt comfortable, probably even with hubby early on to to say like, no, 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 don't do that. (laughs) Right. Well, yeah, exactly. I think sometimes that's harder because you don't want to hurt their ego or you think you'll be hurting their ego, whatever. Right. Right. So you don't want to say if something didn't work, but it's like, yeah, when you figure that out and you can say that, then it's like, oh, like it's just just a matter of what does or doesn't work for your body. That doesn't, it's not a reflection per se on your partner. So it's like, don't be, yeah, don't be afraid to 
to tell them what does and doesn't work because that is only going to make it everything else work better you know for sure so we agree that sex is definitely and can be definitely with the right ingredients better yes at absolutely okay absolutely oh baby so speaking of that (laughs) um Let's talk about sex, baby. Exactly. (laughs) There is where we insert that song. (laughs) Um, So there's an author and a journalist. Her name is Barbara Grufferman. And she often contributes to the Huffington Post. Okay. And she had a a quick few things to say about um, sex. Well, a lot of it was sex after 50s. So, okay. you know, I mean, give or take, maybe they're talking 65. I don't know. But I thought right. it would be fun to listen to these myths that um, she presents. And then we could share what we think about these myths. So, okay. so she she talked to a sex therapist. The lady's name is Esther Perel. She's like renowned therapist, um, author, speaker, whatever. And this is what she says. Number one, women over 50 are sexually undesirable. The truth is Esther rarely encounters men who are turned off by their partners because of how they look or their weight or their age. But what does turn a man off is a woman who has lost all interest in sex. Number two. Oh, wait. They're not having. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Did you hear it? Yep, I heard it. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, like. Women over 50 are sexually undesirable. Well, we just talked about that. We are desirable. Yeah, totally. And I, yeah, that's ridiculous. (laughs) That is ridiculous. Especially if you. Yeah, like, might it be harder to find, like, if you're single at 50, might it be harder to find someone initially? Yes, but I think that has more just to do with life and not because you're an undesirable person, like. Right. Okay, so that was dumb. Yeah. Dumb myth. We don't like that myth. myth. What was the second part of that? What was the. Um, Men, the truth is men want women who want to have sex. Yes. Well, that so I think makes... that goes to like, maybe I'm thinking that goes to when we're approaching menopause, there are physical things that happen. Right. Um, which actually in the video, they talk about a little bit. They touch upon like, oh, we have vaginal dryness and we have right. like hormones and our sex drive goes down or whatever. So maybe that's where that's coming from. But which that could make sense. I can understand a right. man not being attracted to a person who doesn't want to have sex. Cause if you want to have sex and your partner doesn't, right. That's, then you that's have problem. an issue. So you got to yeah, like exactly. wonka wonka, get something going there. All right. Let's right. hear that's what, what um, Esther says is the next myth. Shall we? <laughs> we <turn up. laughs> Number two, if you're not having spontaneous sex, your sex life is over. That's a huge myth. When was sex ever spontaneous? When you were first together, you were probably planning it for hours, maybe even days. According to Esther, the best sex is planned sex. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I definitely agree that if it's <laughs> with the spont- 
spontaneous, if it's not spontaneous, your sex life sucks. Cause let's be real. Right. Like, that's not true. Especially it like around 50, many people still have children at home. You're yes. one or both of you are working. You have life, you have places to go. So you can't like, you can't just come up to your husband in the middle of the kitchen and, you know, get it on when your kids are upstairs. So, right. but that doesn't mean that it can't be, yeah, that it can't be fun when you say, okay, I'll meet you upstairs right. in an hour. So, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely, no. yeah, I totally agree because and it's different. Oh, go ahead. No, it's okay. I was just going to say like, you can't, you know, in the middle of the, when the moment arises, be like, yeah, let's go, baby. You know, I, no. <laughs> I have 11 year olds in my house. And even if we right. were to go upstairs at that moment, I can't right. do anything when I know that my children Right are around. Whereas I do have girlfriends that I have a girlfriend and her name will remain nameless that Sundays, like they literally just lock the door and, and go at and it. Just, and I'm yeah. like, I can't do that. Right. Maybe so it would be yeah. fun and, and scary because it's, you know, but yeah. anyway, so we, we do have to have like quote unquote dates. Right. Like and bedtime, you know, Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong. Like it, like depending, it, as long as you keep it, the plan stuff fun and exciting and, exactly. and it doesn't even, it doesn't even always have to be that way. Yeah. Reality is it's, you know, it can't always be spontaneous and that has nothing. I think that doesn't mean anything. That's no judgment on your sex life. If your plan stuff can be, you know, right. It's just as fun and enjoyable for both of you. All right, Esther, tell us about number three. Number three, it's the woman's fault. Newsflash, if there's a lack of intimacy in a relationship, chances are good it's him, not her. A low sex drive in men can often be caused by a medical issue or medications he may be on. And because he's not functioning like he was, he might avoid sex altogether. Best thing to do is to talk to each other and talk to your doctor. Okay. All right. Well, that's a hard one to address since it's the men. Right. We'll have to, we'll have to get their opinion. Like they'd come on here and actually talk about their sex Oh life. yeah. That's, that's so going to happen. Not. But I mean, I, yeah, I get I, the point I that mean, it could be people. I think people in general assume that a man always has a sex drive and a woman doesn't. And it absolutely could be the opposite and it could be the man. And again, her point is, I would agree if you're in a committed relationship and you know, you have to talk to your spouse. So if it's not yeah. working yeah. for whatever reason, whether it's her or him, talk about it to try to figure it out and try to get whoever needs the help, whatever it is to do that. So, you know, yeah. Again, communication. Yeah. And for many different reasons, you know, he or she or one partner and another could have a low sex drive. Right. Like, I'm taking medication yeah. right now and that is a side effect. So like, those are just things you have right. to navigate. Right. You through. have to work around it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Esther, what's the fourth <laughs> myth? And finally, 
Myth number four, which we're going to bust right now. If you want better sex, get closer to your partner. That's a huge myth. On the contrary, too much information, oversharing, and togetherness can really put the kibosh on desire. Instead, a little separation and some mystery can really fuel sexual attraction. I actually agree with this because... If we're like having a really bad week or we're on each other or just the mundane, like, eh, yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes that does go away. So like if he's traveling, then obviously if he's been away, right. then when he comes back, it's like, oh, I miss you. You know right. what I mean? So I do think, and like keeping it the mystery, I don't know. I don't really feel like I can be mysterious anymore, but well, I think but I can surprise him. Totally. Yeah. Well, that's, I think surprising is the same as mysterious. He, it's the little thing you yes. can do to like spice things up really that's what i that's yes. what i got out of it is like you need to spice things up because yes I, I i would agree if you're if you're with each other all the time and it's the same old stuff all the time of just whatever your day-to-day in and out routine then yeah that can, that can <laughs> get boring and affect the sex life part too so yeah you have to like spice things up a little bit don't be afraid people to spice things up especially like this will go to one of my mantras but like just because you're 50 years old doesn't mean you can't do fun things and try new things and whatever. Don't right. be afraid to go to a sex shop. Yeah. Each other like lube at the grocery store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like just do something new and fun or it may not even be new, but just bring it back. Right. Exactly. on and get away from the sex found a um kind of like a list of 10 important mantras for aging gracefully this seems like it's referring to after 60 but i think we can use it for i think it can apply to any Mm -hmm. age like 50 on so says here are 10 mantras to help you age gracefully to make life after retirement more pleasant you know blah 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 okay never say i am too old yeah i like that a lot actually that is one of the things i had written down as my one of my mantras is not saying i'm too old ah look i know well you know they say um there's three ages chronological biological and psychological and while we don't have control over the first we can take care of our health with a good diet blah 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 positive attitude and optimistic way of thinking can reverse you know your psychological yeah. age so yeah like, I hope I don't say yeah I'm too old I can't see myself saying yeah. that I can't either like I might say my body won't let me like right. if someone said come play volleyball right and that's different you know, in this hardcore but I I don't think I would say no I'm too old for exactly. that or I'm too old I I, I, I hope I <laughs> I hope I don't. No, and I think you're totally right on that. Well, and you're a prime example in what you just talked about, about, pull, you know, doing the pull and right. mirror. Like you, there's probably, I would say 90% of women our age would say, right. I oh, yeah. I, I can't do pull. I'm too yeah. old. Well, I've so, had people say that to me all the time. And I'm like, uh-uh-uh. I'm like, get in our studio and look. There are women of all ages, all sizes, all everything. <laughs> yeah, you can. You totally can. 
as I'm hacking my brains out. The next mantra is health is wealth. So it says, if you really love your kids and kin, take care of yourself and your health should be your priority. Thus, you'll not burden them. Have annual health checkups, take your prescribed medicines, and take out health insurance coverage. Yes, I would agree that it's important to take care of yourself, but you can't control yeah. that all the time either. And Right. But I think it's just saying, don't let your body like go to sleep. Yes, I would. If you can help yeah, it. If you can, you can help, help it, it, I totally agree with that. Because longevity is, there is partly your. Yes, you absolutely. Know, you have some, you have some control. And so, you yeah. know, and I, you and I, I know are both very good about yeah. that. You know, our dermatologist appointments, our mammogram, right. well, you obviously, <laughs> mammograms and well, me too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. Um annual checkups and if something doesn't feel right, right. like go take care right. of it. Don't be, right. you know, don't be afraid. Number three is money is important. And it says here, money is essential for meeting our basic necessities of life, keeping good health and earning family respect and security. Don't spend beyond your means, even for your children. You have lived for them throughout and it's time you enjoyed a harmonious life with your spouse or partner. If your children are grateful, they should take care of you, but never take that for granted. That's a whole lot of stuff in that one. That is a whole lot of stuff. So like, even though I'm of the mindset money doesn't make you happy, I do think you have to, you have to have it when you get old so you can take care of yourself and your kids aren't left with having to pay for your funeral right. or your hospital bill. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like, or save for retirement. Save. Yeah. No, I completely agree with yeah. that. I don't want my daughter being burdened financially burdened. Yeah. with anything right. because we made poor choices or lived beyond our means. And, and hubby and I, we've always been like that. We have, you know, we've always had a financial plan and we've always been on the same page. What? You? And I'm shocking, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it has set us up to be in a really good you know position and as we get ready to send her off to college in a year and a half like we're feeling good about that because of you know because we have thought long term definitely live within your means so keep up with the joneses attitude it's just gonna get you in trouble people it's just not yep. worth it amen to that shit all right we'll go on because there's otherwise yeah. we're not gonna get to <laughs> sorry relaxation and recreation i yep. agree take care you yeah know, we, that's self-explanatory make time for it time precious um imagine that every day you are born again tomorrow is a paycheck tomorrow is a promissory note so live in the moment carpe diem yes yeah the day absolutely life is too short okay. got it change is the only permanent thing I think change is to, yeah it's you got to roll, you got to go with the flow. Right. Roll with the punches. <laughs> talk about this. Yeah. About plans and. Right. You, you, yeah. You, you have can't... to be flexible people. Got to be flexible because life is never going to, never going to go the way, exactly the way you planned it. It's just not. It's just not. Right. I find number seven. I like it. Enlightened selfishness. Say what? Don't be afraid to focus on yourself and do things yeah. to make yeah. you happy. I agree. Like, which I think is yes. good. Like, I think you, especially need... as you get older, yeah. being like, take 
do things that are are for you and about you. For you and not about anybody else. Right. Okay. So we agree on that. Forgive, then forget. Love that. That's a hard one. Not easy. Not Not easy at all. But it's a good Um, one. If you can do it, it's a good one. Yeah. I think it's one to strive for, for sure. Because I do think as you get older, I think you do realize, and, and I guess it depends too on, on what you're forgiving and forgetting, because I, there are going to be some big things I'm sure for people in life that you may not be able to forgive or truly forgive or forget, but littler things like just, yeah, you know, like some of the things you just got to let go of because it's just not worth it in the end. Because ultimately I feel like some of that stuff just drags you down anyways, unnecessarily. Focusing too much on, you know, that anger. Absolutely. Well, and it's interesting because I, one of my mantras was make and find peace. And so that had to do with forgiving. But one of the things is forgiving myself. Yeah. So, yes, that's a good one. You know, like of stuff that as I look back on, you know, I'm not proud of or the way I parented or the way I, you know, and it, and there's some shit that I'm still struggling with, but it's like, I need to just give myself grace and yes. move on. Cause yep. that, like you said, it drags you down. Yep. Yep. Totally. I would agree with that completely. Okay. Um, everything has a reason and a purpose. Take life as it comes, accept yourself as you are. I agree. Accept others for what they are. And that I think too, along those lines of forgiving and forgetting, and we won't name any specific relationship role in my life, but you'll probably know who I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm working on accepting others for who and what they are. Right. And just getting to be like, you know what, at this stage in the game, that person is in my life. Right. And they're not going to change. They're not going to change. And I'm not going to change them. So I can spend a lot of toxic time. Right. Complaining about it and wishing it were different, wishing our relationship was different, or I can just embrace them for what they are in my life and move on. And that also is not easy, but I think it's really important. Right. Right. Especially like you said, when it's with people that, you know, cannot be changed, will not change, whatever, like it's wasted energy then. So your energy is right. deserves to be somewhere better. Yep. Yep. And then the last one on this list was overcome the fear of death. I do not have a fear of death. I don't have a fear of death. The only thing that scares me about dying is leaving my daughter without a mother right now. But right. I feel like is is that fear gets a little less as she gets older and more independent. So, I mean, that was a real fear when she was younger, you know, like, but I, but for me dying doesn't, I'm like, I don't want to die right now, (laughs) but it doesn't, I don't have a, I don't have a fear of death. I don't definitely. Yeah. I don't. um, I hope that I don't die like a painful, violent death, but it doesn't keep me up at night. Like that doesn't, Yeah. Dying does not scare me, but I'm with you. And this actually says it. We think that our spouse and children will be unable to withstand our loss, but the truth is that no one is able to die for you, though they may painfully mourn for some time. Time heals everything and they will carry on. Yeah. But yeah, like 
I literally was thinking about this. I don't know, probably last week. <laughs> and oh, uh oh, that's what's my, that? That's my phone ringing. Oh, <laughs> it's death calling. Hope <laughs> <laughs> <Totally> not. <sighs> um, yeah, like right now, it scares the bejesus out of me to think that if I were to leave right now. Oh, yeah. how are my children going to cope same here and that's you know yeah. I don't really want to go further into that no. but so do you want to talk about the things I fear about getting old so we talked about like we asked each other five things right or in general I think it was in general did oh, you say five things I, did I didn't five have things. five it's okay fine. we'll start with your five things um, memory loss. Okay. So for lots of different reasons, yeah. I fear not even like the daily, but like severe, right. like dementia, Alzheimer's, yeah. whatever. Cause yeah. 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 Um, oh my, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go. Yeah, go and then I'll oh, add okay. it. Yes. So I would so agree with you on number that Number two, one, and these are not in any yeah. particular order. Um, my body shutting down on me so that I can't continue to be active and play with my own kids or grandchildren. Yeah. Like, and I mean like serious shutting down, like if my bones, you know, like, or I get really sick. Yeah. Well, and that's a huge, like, I don't have a whole lot. Honestly, I don't have a whole lot of fears. I don't, I have learned post cancer stuff to honestly not think too far ahead of stuff. Right. But one of my fears for me, because I am so physically fit, it's the losing and it's not even like the way losing stuff. It's just like the little things like not being able to do pole, not being able to do Lyra running. And like there and already like with running, I I, I am limited now. Like I right. I wanted to run a third half marathon. I've done two. Wanted to run a third. I can't. Like my I cannot right now run more than two or three miles and then not be in severe pain with my knees and stuff. So right. and some of that's aging and some of that's just because I ran in college and my body's rebelling from that. But that like, so like when I'm doing pole or I'm lifting or I'm doing Lyra, like there are things that I want to try. And then I go, "Mm, if I try this and I end up getting hurt, I'm not 20 years old. I'm going to heal in two weeks, like 48, almost 49 tomorrow. So it's like, I'm already feeling limited in some ways, but I'm still able to do the things. But if that's my fear is like the day where I'm not going to be able to right, do, do those, those things, things because those things are like huge for me right now. Right. Um, the third one I said, losing hubby before I go. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like I get, well, and I get a rap. Yeah. I, I get irrational I, fears. Like, that. and it obviously naturally can happen. Yeah. But I don't care, and I'm not even talking like now. Like even when I'm like 85, I don't, I don't want to have, right? Like I don't want to be on this earth without right. him. And that's not to be like all romantic and stuff, but like, right? No, I know. I well, when you're, I, I fear that. But anyway, um, oh, and okay. So this next one is like, if I were to make it like really old, okay. right? But growing really old and not having all of like my people around me like just right, like a general right. loneliness because like i because you've lost these people everybody you hear yeah. about that are like 98 and they have nobody 102 all like, their friends all their family their friends all their like long. people yeah i mean yeah they have generations that hopefully that right but those aren't the people that are like right. running with you and, and know your with whole you and know story your story yes yeah. that's it it's like 
having no one yeah. around that knows your story. Yeah. That's oh, scary to me. Depressed. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, but that's that. Yeah. I don't want to grow. Old yeah, that I don't know. Old. Talk, hubby and I have talked about. We were just talking like, about like seriously. how old do we want to be to before be. you're like cut it? Like <laughs> if I'm 90, inject me. But I'm feeling good and people are still here. Yeah, but like if I don't want to be 90 and alone. No. Like even potentially your kids could be gone. Right. Yeah. So maybe your great, great, great grandchildren, but are they really like, right. they don't know you. I, I don't like yeah. that at all. Okay. And then the last one is just, a, I got to, that I'm already putting out there that it's all about me and my insecurities and fear, but it's having regrets that I didn't do things that I wanted to do because fear held me back. Like, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. You know, like, yeah. I like looking back. I want, I'm putting it out into the universe on a podcast, but like, I want to be on stage and be in a theater production. I have for years. So you gotta just do it. But there's still that, like, I make up all these excuses, but I've never done it. And then I don't want to be like 85 and be like, right. I should have done it. I should have done that. Or like writing. Like I still, I tell everybody (laughs) when I grow up, I'm going to be an author, but so like it's, and I yeah. don't believe in regrets, but I'm sure if I'm 90 right. and didn't do like things that I felt were really important right. to me that I wanted to do and then just didn't do them because why? Because right. I was scared? That right. sucks. So those are mine. Yeah. Those are deep. I tried not to get too <laughs> deep. Well, no, and I think again, it's, it's my, okay. it's just my perspective right now. And like I said, mine's different. So well, yeah, but I think that those were real. Yeah. Those were very, they all make sense. The 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 memory one for sure. Um, and like I said, I talked about the, the physical stuff. And then right. like for me, post cancer, like my biggest fear is it coming back right? because of my, well, of course, yeah. came, I was considered <clears throat> young for breast cancer. So even though I'm like supposedly, you know, having gone through the treatments I did and being on the medication I'm on, that's supposed to decrease my chances of coming back. Breast cancer, like the chances of it coming back are higher for breast cancer people than other cancers. And as you get older, your risk naturally increases. So it's that fear having already been through it once that that's going to come back again. That's the one that like sticks in the back does. of my head for Rightfully sure. So. so yeah. Oh, we're, we're really Happy birthday to me. Like all of our listeners, the two that are out there are now in therapy because we got really we just made you depressed about getting old. Okay. So let's pick up the mood a little bit and go back to talking about mantras as we move forward into our 50s. Okay, so what is what is or are some of your mantras? Let's just tell us us. so like I said I I really do like the mantra of um I'm not saying I'm too old for this um my mantra really I started for 2020 really is one day at a time um I have a tendency when I get stressed or anxious or worried about things like I will jump to you know two years from now what happens with two years from now blah 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 and I'm like okay girl rain it in because the reality is I don't know even where I'm going to be in two years from now. anything could happen between here and now. so to like focus and worry so much about something that may or may not even happen 
I'm robbing myself of my day-to-day joy. That's awesome. Hey, that's good. Um, and then the other one I wrote down was, which kind of goes with the sameness, but it's don't sweat the small stuff. There are things that used to bother me, you know, stupid little things. I can't name them off the top of my head, but little things. If someone did something or said something or, or I don't know, you know, my car gets scratched up. Like that would have used to, like if I would come out of a parking lot or come out of the store and see a scratch on my car, like that used to piss me off. And I'd be like, what the hell? What happened? Like get all worked up. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm like, it's, I mean, it's weird what, you know scary health things can do to you but like literally now I'm like "Ah, well that kind of sucks but it's just a car like it's just a car so yep those are mine what about you yeah no well I'll piggyback the one I mean I don't have like I don't wake up every day yeah don't sweat the small stuff but I I do find myself trying to live by that lately like the last two years you know I don't have my own health issues but as you know my children do and because they got pretty big and dark now I'm like you know it kind of combines the one day at a time I'm like let's just focus on what is happening right now exactly they really go hand in hand yeah because we don't know. I mean, it's so cliche, but you don't know how much time you have. Exactly. And so I try to tell the kids, like, why try really hard? Like, don't think about next month. Right. You know, I don't say this to them. You yeah. may not be here, but. But right. Like, <laughs> but that's just it. Right. But you might not be you know, Why are you worrying about that when you're right? And here? things like I love when people will say like, um, you know, two years from now, will you remember this or will you remember this? Yeah. Like relating to, yeah. will you remember that you stayed up till, you know, 11 and had a really tough time on this math problem? Or will you remember that, you know, we had a kitchen dance party right. today and that's why you're staying up late. Like exactly. think about, put it into prioritize and put it into perspective. But anyway, yeah. um, so one of mine was let go, let God. I've had it for okay. quite some time. Um, And actually the last probably six months, hubby and I have like kind of re gotten back to our spirituality and we found a church that we love. And so it's just really helping me to embrace that, give it to God. Like I try really hard to make a conscious effort to pray out loud every day um, and like be mindful of, did I get a sign or did I get a prayer answered? And then to like, honor that and and just be like there's a plan it's not mine it's going to be okay you know like it gives me peace so that was one um and then for me another one was um I kind of made it up to help me remember it but it was it's follow don't fear so the follow is like follow my heart follow my instincts follow my desires And I think I talked about this last week and not let fear hold me back. That's a good one. Because like, if I want to do something, I don't want to look back and be like, oh, I was too scared. So, right. No, that's great. I love that one. But yeah. And then the other one, like I said, was the whole make and find peace, like forgiving myself and others and just find peace in this journey, like every day, like it's not pretty some days more than others 
it's not comfortable. It's not, but it's still ours, right. you know? And you can always and, find something. Oh, I mean, actually, you always can find something to be grateful for for your day. Oh, yeah. Gratitude. We should both just gratitude. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I tell my kids to try to, like, some of them have a gratitude journal and, yeah. like, really, really take that seriously. Like, yep. Other people have it worse than you. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, no matter what you're going through, somebody else really is right. worse off. Mm-hmm. So, yep. anyway. All right. We did it. We did that's it. it. Yep. That's it. Peace out. <laughs> like and subscribe. Follow us. Please. Please. Follow us. Show us the love. All right. Well, I'm going to go drink more tea and get back into bed. I'm going to go work out. (laughs) I don't have a high or a low. My low is that I'm sick. Yeah, my low is that I got to go work out right now and I don't feel like it. All right. My high is that we're done. (laughs) That's probably everybody else's high, too. I'll thank God they're doing bad. Done, bitches. All right. That is all. I love you. I love you. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Yeah, we had some fun and now we're done. Goodbye, goodbye. We had some fun and now we're done. Goodbye to everyone. Bye, everyone.